Carl Ostrowski, thanks so much for joining me on this quick tape. Happy to be here. Um, Carl, one of the things I've appreciated is the thoughtfulness with which you think about uh, economics or personal finance and doing justice. And that just feels like a really intimidating thing. Do you have a couple of points of advice for folks who maybe want to be a little bit more justly in their personal finance? Yeah. So I, I think a couple of things come to mind. The most helpful thing for me, and this is coming from my location of why I always wanted to do the right thing, um, is Jesus when he's uh, washing the disciples' feet. And Peter says to him, you know, like, hey, I, I you know, wash my whole body. He says, hey, once you've been washed, you only need to wash your feet because your feet are going to get dirty. And you're, you're, you're walking around, you know, speaking financially in economic systems that aren't just their foundation is not just, their current practice is not just, their projection is not just. Um, but nonetheless, th- there are institutions you either for your job or you personally have to be connected to. So it's less about finding perfection, but finding progress. Um, I think that's been my personal journey is to say, okay, what can I do that's next? Even if I'm not doing everything perfectly right now, or I don't have all the answers. I love that picture of you're going to walk around, your feet are going to get dirty. So it's about taking that time to pause, to wash the feet. And that doesn't mean you don't keep walking, but you continue going. What is that practice of pausing, washing your feet? Like, what does that look like for you and your family? Yeah. So, so one of our small group leaders, Liz, uh, in our Bible study said, Hey, next week, we're going to be talking about finances. So everyone bring your bank statement and credit card statements, and we're going to share wow. them with each other. Wow. Yes. And so that is an opportunity to check in because there's, you know, there's lots of cultural values, family values, personal values, things that are at play. Yes. Um, I, he- I heard a pastor once say, you know, you, the Bible doesn't say be aware of all kinds of adultery because you kind of know <laughs> when that's happening. It says be aware of all kinds of greed because that can sneak up on you. Wow. And so having a community that yes. is, you know, cross ethnicity, cross class. Yes. Like inviting someone who, who makes less than you and someone who makes more than you to look at yeah. your budget and say, look at your credit card statement and say, hey, what, what's going on here? What a great practice. But also, I can imagine that that could feel pretty terrifying. One of the things that I think uh, I personally get rather intimidated by is, um, you know, I do have some places like retirement accounts or, or different things where I have some agency about what um, my money uh, can do. Um, but I feel very intimidated to sort of figure out, um, like one thing I really don't want to invest in is like a private prison's pipeline, because um, I feel like it's predatory and uh, really doesn't align with my justice issues. What do you advise for somebody um, who has a value, but maybe not a lot of expertise to navigate some of those things? Yeah. So so my, my first recommendation is to get a financial advisor. Uh, okay. We have no a, matter a gen- how little or much you make? Yes, and I'll 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 put I'll put a plug out there. My financial advisor's name is James Kim, and okay. he's awesome. Thanks, James. And he, <laughs> and he he honestly he he'll meet with anybody. It doesn't matter their economic status. Yeah. Um. You know, and and we asked him. We said, hey, we have you know similar concerns about what we're investing into, and so he did the research to find out you know that there's different programs. I'd say you know if you're in a company that offers some kind of retirement plan, ask. Ask HR, ask, you know, whoever is in charge to say, hey, what options do I have that are, you know, aligned with our ethics and, you know, plan as a company? And if enough people are doing that, people start to pay attention. Mm. 
And yes. so, you know, n- not only is I, am James doing this for me, but he's now asking this within his company. And what an opportunity to bring, be salt and light in the investment industry by asking tough questions that he has to ask because his customers are asking him. Just asking the question. It, it suddenly puts it on people's screens. I love that. I know another area that people think about with regard to personal finance is uh, their purchases and what their purchases mean. And But I think sometimes, too, that feels like another area where um, there, are diff- there are many layers. Do you have any advice for folks thinking uh, about that? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're in the United States um, and our culture is based on a lot of consumption. So I think that the, the first thing to consider is, do I really need that? Um, you know, I remember this, this is going to date me, but I was getting blockbuster DVDs sent in the mail. Blockbuster. Yes. Yes. This is like pre, pre Netflix around the time Netflix was, was kind of getting big. And, uh, you know, Sandra's like, you know, I think, you know, part of our process and community group, like we need to look ways to live more simply. We're going to cut down the amount of DVDs we're getting. And I just, I was not, you know, responding well. Let me just say that. Yes. Um, I was just kind of being a crank about it. And and the reality is, it's like, oh, what value is behind that? Well, it's my value for entertainment and convenience. Mm. And so are are those things that are then in conflict? There's nothing wrong with entertainment. There's nothing wrong with convenience. But are those things yes. in conflict with the call of God in my life? Uh-huh. And, you know, kind of asking those questions, like, do you really need this? Yes. Um, and And the benefit of the internet and being well networked and connected to your church community and other places is there's other people that can tell you, Oh, I don't, I don't do that. I was with, uh, someone at my church who was laid off for their job. They were kind of, kind of saying, Hey, can I retire on this? I'm kind of older in age. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to them about it. And I said, well, you know, you could spend this on something else. He said, no, 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 I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not doing that. I know how to be poor. Hmm. I don't know how to be rich. Hmm. I know hmm. how to be poor. I don't know how to be rich. So being hmm. in proximity to people who are living so much simpler than I am, I'm an IT, I'm an IT professional. I have means. You know, I'm not retiring tomorrow, but you know, I'm I'm also not looking for my next meal. And so, uh, recognizing, oh, that's 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 an assumption I'm making because of my social location. Yes, is challenged when you're in relationship with people that are different. So I'm really grateful for my church. Oh, I love that. That's really help. That's really helpful. I think uh, raising children feels like the opposite of simple living choices. Um, or I don't know about you. I felt like when I had kids, uh, I, I used to be able to live on very little. And then suddenly kind of the stuff in my life exploded with kiddos. Uh, you have any advice or thoughts for folks trying to maybe live simply, but transitioning to different stages of life? Yes, uh, I love and struggle with the fact that we live in a very small apartment uh, in the city of Chicago. And the benefit of that is when our kids say, I want to buy another remote control car with their allowance, we say, okay, what are you going to get rid of? There's no other room in the drawer. Like we, there is literally no other space where we can put this. So if you want something, you have to get rid of something. And all of a sudden, our sons go, oh, you know, maybe I don't want that anymore. Uh, maybe it's not as important. Because if you don't have more space, you can't fill it with stuff. So that's kind of just one of the having them recognize the consequence of like. Yes, yes. And it's not my fault. It's the home's fault. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not the home. It's the home. I can't make it magically bigger. That's so great. I love that. I think it's just helping folks be really uh, helping the little ones be mindful of uh, these choices that they're making and and some limitedness in that. That's great. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I heard a pastor once say that, you know, God makes your car break down, you know, to teach you life lessons, like there's opportunities uh, for to teach your children that life is not about comfort and happiness and safety. Uh, and so, you know, 
our home, our, our sons will see some of our other friends' homes and say like, why can't we live in a fancy home? And for mm. reference, we have 11 doors in our apartment and not one is like the other. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of how the home evolved and where we invested our time. And so, you know, it's like, well, we could have a nice home, but then we can't give to these other people that we're giving to. Wow. Yeah. Or, you know, wh- what about this person who needs a lawyer because of for immigration status? Like, do you really want them to have to go back to their country? Wow. And so it's, you know, when you're in proximity and relationships and you're, you know, th- there's, a justification for the simple living and it's, it's related to relationship and proximity. Yeah. I love that. So it's kind of, this is the choice we're choosing. Yes. Not just, we're, we're just saving up money or we're being frugal. That's, that's so fantastic. Carl Ostrowski, thank you so much for joining us and helping us understand how to navigate uh, living justly through our finances. Thanks for having me. Twenty Minute Takes is a production of Christians for Social Action. We're produced and edited by David DeLeon. I'm your host, Nikki Toyamasito, and the music is done by Andre Henry. You can find us on the web at ChristiansforSocialAction.org. Give us five stars, write a review, and share about the podcast with your friends. Mm-hmm.